Welcome. He's, he's recording. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, for the first time in my entire life, I know what it's like to be Dougie. Um, So that may give you an insight into how I'm going to behave. Welcome along. This is the 100th episode of the Long Snapper podcast. Um, and as such, we are, well, we are the sugar babes of podcasts in that only one of our founding members is actually here um, for this recording. That would be Craig. Good evening. Oh, gee, shit. Yeah. Uh, Mark technically wasn't um, with us from the very start. Um, Mark's here. about saying OG? Did you, did you think about it and then bottle it? <laughs> can't pull that one off. Is that what no, you thought? He, he can't <laughs> say that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I know. Um, Mark, Craig, and Rich are here with me. So good evening to you all. Good evening, gents. Evening. Doug, Doug, who well was the the driving the original driving force, I guess, of the podcast. So he he started with with Craig and someone called Martin um, originally. Doug is not with us tonight. He's he may be away for a few weeks. He's in Japan um, filming the Rugby World Cup um, or more accurately being jet lagged. Um, and so getting spe- shit faced by the sound of it. It, it does sound like it. Um, but yeah, he, he obviously kicked this all off and gave it a lot of enthusiasm. And for the 100th episode, he's in another time zone, probably awake, but unwilling to join us. Um, so yeah, just a, a little shout out to to Doug, who probably won't even download and listen. I was going to say enthusiasm is probably a bit strong. Yeah, mate, I, I think that was all a bit strong, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. <laughs> but 100 episodes, though, that's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's good and, I mean, it took the vast majority of the episodes. It took <laughs> the Knickers Matters guys to get that in, what, three months? Two and a half? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the tweet I just put out? I have not. Basically said that. Shouts um, to the man, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 100 episodes, and it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. I like it. That, that, that means something. I, I, I value my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm not going to argue with that. You definitely value it. <laughs> And to the and li- to the li- literally tens of you that have listened to this, more than that, we're not setting ourselves short on this episode. I didn't say how many tens. Numbers are all right. Yeah. Um, thank you. Ob- obviously, huge thanks to everyone that's downloaded and listened. We uh, we enjoy interacting with all of you, and uh, and we we let's be honest, we do this because we like chatting to each other, having a beer over a Skype conversation. But uh, it's nice to hear from you guys as well. Do you know what? That's that's the bottom line. We do this because we weirdly enjoy doing it um i think our wives girlfriends etc um think we're my wife and my girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) that's why i do this (laughs) (laughs) true truth um yeah they probably think we're a bit odd but you're exactly right well i've i've enjoyed doing it since i was first asked a guest on about like the 15th episode or thereabouts 
um, you haven't been able to get rid of me. And <laughs> yeah, that's that's the bottom line. I think over. Rich, what episode did you jump on? Oh, that's a good question. Not uh, good enough, mate. Adam and Mark news theirs to the dates, <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's been what episode? It's been about a year and a half since I've been coming on. It's already too vague. Um, I know. Rich, you made your debut on the, Sorry, in the 44th episode of the Long Snapper podcast. All right. yeah. Adam, oh, wow. that's so... a, well done, Adam. See, that's, <laughs> that's, that's quick, the Adam that's I knew. That's the yeah. Adam from episode 15. I wonder, yeah. I, did, I wonder if, because my, my first episode was actually the first one that we put out, which was the 25th of July, 2016. It was called episode, it was episode four. <laughs> so bizarrely, our first one was episode four, um, called the final dress rehearsal. But what you're saying is this is actually episode 97. 97. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. You can just stretch this out for like another three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so we've... <laughs> um, you could go back and download episode four if you like. That's brilliant. That is fantastic. Yeah, go back. Despite, despite all the laughs, I definitely like to say that it's been an honour coming on. I'm not going to, though. <laughs> oh, 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 good one. no i do i do love i do love coming on and uh and, and guesting it's uh it's always always good fun and and honestly like listening to the pod that's that's why i always wanted to get involved in the first place it's just it's it's a good laugh to listen to even i even listen to the ones that i'm not on amazingly <laughs> nice really? um Mark it, was not <laughs> to a certain point he's not listened to another one since yeah <laughs> I, I literally haven't seen him since. I don't know about, about anybody else. I'm not sure if he still exists. Yeah, I don't know. He he live he only lives ten miles up the road. But you know, what are you gonna do? Um it wouldn't be the Long Sapper podcast if we didn't kick it off with a quiz though, would it? Absolutely not. Um I thought long and hard about what to do for the hundredth episode. Trying to rack my brains for like hundred theme quizzes. And pretty much came up with nothing. So I've gone for a minimal effort. Um, let's let's churn it out quickly, sort of, sort of quiz. That and it's just though, doesn't it? Yeah. It's exactly right. That's I mean, literally... central to the handbook. <laughs> You'll find that on page one. <laughs> <laughs> but to pull back the curtain a little bit, um, Doug and Russ aren't here, and basically they're the only people with any sort of editing skills of the podcast. So the hundredth episode is basically going to have minimal editing because i'm going to try and do it so it may not even get out there for all i know so the 100th episode is going to have even fewer <laughs> bells and whistles and production quality than you would expect from us um and yeah same goes for the quiz really it's a test of how much you've been paying attention for the first two weeks to a certain extent um it's last man standing and you're going to take it in turns Clockwise on my screen, which goes Craig, Rich, Mark, in that order. And what I want you to do is name any player that has scored a touchdown so far this season. And just to clarify, that means as in gone into the end zone with the ball in their hands. So I don't mean quarterbacks who've thrown a touchdown, although it would count if they'd... Um, I was struggling for the word there, rushed one in or... Scrambled, that was the word I was looking for. Um, so, yeah, there are incredibly 116 players who've scored touchdowns in 
two weeks in the NFL, which seems a lot to is me. Right, Jesus. Wow. So this is either going to be over really quickly or go on forever, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fairly confident it will be closer to being over pretty quickly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Craig, kick us off. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is quite correct. And control, control F with the name Brown comes up with uh, some players called Brown. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah shit <laughs> oh, this, that's, this, this is going to be a like, logistical nightmare for you <laughs> regretting this already Rich your turn Josh Gordon Josh Gordon is correct I think it is correct uh, Mark hmm. Josh Allen well done um, he's got more than one yes he does um, back to Craig Watson. As in Deshaun. Correct. Rich. Akello Witherspoon. Jesus wept. <laughs> I should have kept that back, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. The random Niners pick six. <laughs> um, I don't know the way that Pro Football Reference ranked this list. He is literally number 116. I don't know what criterion <laughs> it was, but... Um, could be alphabetical order, maybe, on players who've scored one touchdown. Who knows? Um, but correct. Mark? Uh, Barkley. Saquon Barkley. That would imply that the Giants have scored a touchdown. They um, did against, against the mighty Bills. Have, and he is on the list. Back to you, Greg. You've already done slightly better than I was expecting, I'll be honest. <laughs> Mate, there's loads. I'm just trying to use... I've gone directly to like the more obscure ones. But you don't want to just <laughs> that, That's for definitely the, the best tactic. Yeah, you don't want to just go for like the big ones and then... Because they put my, not have had one yet, which is what I'm worried about. Sammy Watkins. Uh, yes, of course. Correct. In Craig's words, man like Zeke. Man like Zeke! <laughs> uh, yep. Mark. Um, Will Disley. Oh, good one. Um, hang on a second. As he uh, flounders to find the, yes. the name on that list. Two the other day. Yeah, yeah, correct. Craig. Turns out I can't spell Disley. <laughs> um, Metcalf. Uh, yes. Back to Rich. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, Debo Samuel. Just gonna keep naming, maiming uh, Niners players. We scored about a million <laughs> touchdowns at the weekend. So <laughs> yes. Um. Well. Two. <laughs> Not two. It's forty-one seventeen. Well, well, him, I mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, back to Mark. Singletary. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, Samuel, he's got one, I've just realised. Uh, Singletary, uh, yes, of course. Um, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, yeah. What are you all going to do when you run out of your own team's players? Carry on, Rich. <laughs> Struggle. <laughs> um, Matt Breeder. 
Uh, yep. Well done, Mark. Oh, actually, hold on. Why can't I find this? Because you this can't is... spell breeder. It's, that's possible. <laughs> Has he definitely got a touchdown? Yes. Mm. Diving over the pile. Come, come on, Adam. Come on, Adam. This literally is where you're meant to shine. Literally bro. isn't coming up. Uh, now you got to check it, mate. Yes, no, no, shit, he hasn't. Oh, oh he's done. Hey, he's out. He's out. <laughs> Hang on a sec. I want to check this. <laughs> uh, you, okay. Uh, he's not on the list, Rich. I'm sorry. <laughs> I genuinely thought he, I genuinely thought he had. There's three San Francisco running backs and two of them have scored touchdowns. And I went with the, oh yeah, he's definitely got one first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, I, I warned I'd... you beforehand as well. I specifically said that. You sounded so confident that I thought I was misspelling breeder. So I then thought I was misspelling Matt somehow. Um, So this is Adam recording after the event. At this point, I'd like to say that this quiz was terribly thought through and it went on far, far too long. Yeah, it turns out that um, Craig and Mark had been paying attention to the NFL and named a, a lot of players. Eventually, Craig won the quiz. You don't need to hear it. On with the show. Let's let's get into some... NFL chat. Um, players are being dickheads around the league. Um, you've got Cam Newton dressing up as Whitney Houston when his team's 0-2. Uh, <laughs> you've got, well, I don't know if this is ne- not necessarily entirely the player at all, but Jalen Ramsey demanding a trade um, two weeks into the season. Uh, you've got Jamal Adams unfollowing his team on Instagram. That's got to be the worst of the lot, hasn't it? Oh, shut up. but is is there sort of too much player power or do the players deserve to be crying if they're not on a very good team or just throwing their toys out the pram is this different to like any other season for the last 10 20 years players have always had a bit like the good players have always had a bit of power right i think i don't disagree with some of the players like yeah I don't disagree with some of the players, like any Miami player who's trying to get out at the moment, because you know <laughs> they've made their bed there, so they're gonna have to lie in it. They're elbowing each other out the door, mate. Get out! No, <laughs> move! I'm in the fucking. Did hell. you see? Oh shit! What's his name? One of their one of their defensive backs posted on Twitter the uh, Fresh Prince looking sad yeah. in an empty house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like absolutely fantastic. That definitely didn't go through the team's PR, did it? I, <laughs> well, to be to be honest with Miami, it might have done. <laughs> that, that's how much they're tanking. I mean, well, let's let's talk about that. I think is I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Teams have allegedly sort of well not given their best effort down the stretch when it looks like you know they're they're battling for the number one pick and. You, know, you can accuse various teams over the years, but I don't remember such blatant disregard for an immediate fan base or you know players who are still on the roster. It's the quite how blatant it is that's the problem, not the fact that they're doing it. Because I mean, the Niners under Shanahan have clearly quietly, gently tanked. I think one of the guys on one of the podcasts that I listened to, a Niners podcast, referred to it as the elegant tank. It's the ability to lose most of your games, but only by three or four points. <laughs> um, yep. And I, I, Miami aren't even trying to do that. It's just going to be a brutally horrible season for all their fans, and they're who I feel sorry for. 
the, the, I think the thing that gets me about it is that, along with this whole player power thing, is that they so they've let Minka Fitzpatrick go, I, and I don't, I genuinely don't get why. The guy's meant to be a brilliant um, slot corner, so yeah, you're going to get picks. But it's the same as when they got rid of, um, or when the the Raiders got rid of Khalil Mack. You're giving away someone that's really good in the hope of drafting someone that's really good. So you're. What's the point in paying him now, though? If you get yeah, if you get yeah. rid of him, what's the point in paying him when you know you're paying an elite player for nothing? It's like, but what I don't. It seems to me that yeah, clearly they they want they want Tua, and they've they've got to, they know, and I kind of I sort of respect it. It's as I said to you guys, and and they they mentioned on around the NFL. It's like they they don't want to be seven and nine, eight and eight every year. They don't. Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen that. I get that. Fan, fans, I, can, I can understand that, yeah. why what you don't want to be just the Detroit Lions, just the same old shit every single season, never getting any worse, never getting any better. It's like mid-table mediocrity. I understand that there's a way to do it, but I think what they're doing is they've taken it to such an extreme that they're going to be, even if you get into a, what's to say he's going to be brilliant? He could get a catastrophic injury one game into his NFL career and you've tanked this hard for nothing. And you could have put your franchise back 20 years. Yeah, but what's the difference? What's the difference in going seven and nine you know, six and ten, eight and eight for the next five years. Whereas they've they've basically gone Browns 2.0, right? They've yeah. they've rather than do it over three years, they're doing it in one. They just said, fuck it. Like this there's no and the thing is you look at that Dolphins team, that Dolphins team was trash outside of one, two maybe three really good players who will only perform well on other good teams. What's the point in paying these people this money, having that entitlement in the building, having that um, sway or stroke or power in the franchise, blow it up, blow it up properly. Start again, shoot your shot. To be honest, it is the best thing I think Miami have done in years. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with it. What I disagree with, or what I would disagree with if they do it, is if they take Tua. I think they they cannot take their franchise quarterback year one when they don't have anything around him. They don't yeah. have an offensive oh, line. They an offensive line. I, I terrible think defense. I think secretly within the NFL, it's been known they're taking Tua, or they've wanted yeah. Tua for years. That's yeah. The thing is, I don't rate Tua. I actually don't rate Tua. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't seen enough of him to know whether I rate him or not, but assuming he is a highly rated QB and he's going to come in there and do a job, they should have done this two seasons ago, blow it up two seasons ago, and then have a season or two to do that rebuild, ready yeah. to have him slot in and have an offensive line, have a few weapons and have a decent D. Yeah. Why did they take Rosen, by the way? I've no if idea. That's what's that's what's the point in not playing him at the minute? I've genuinely no idea. Because yeah. you might as well at least see what he might got. do better. Might, maybe. Might, I think but you will. might be able to turn. Well, there is that. But you might be able play, to turn that into I think picks. Play this week. I don't think they've. I think they've realised that Fitzmagic is just not going to do anything there, and they might as well see what they've got in Rosen. But the thing is, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't play Rosen because you don't. If you do, if you go tour, let's say you go tour. Why do you have to draft him to start first year? Maybe you go Rosen if it's, if you're lucky. Rosen does well, 
and Tua sits behind him for two years, three years, and then you take a decision. Is Rosen the quarterback or is Tua the quarterback? You move one on. You've, you've managed to build. In fact, if anything, that, that would make more sense. I do think the big thing that you said is they do go to a, why get him if, they, if you're not going to address the offensive line? But if your plan isn't to start to a right away and, you know, look at Mahomes where, look at Rodgers, QBs have had to sit for a year or two. There's no, there's no, there's no reason, new, new coach there, no reason not to sit him, see, see what Rosen is. It By all accounts, a, Rosen's come across quite well. It takes a very, very strong general manager and head coach to draft a guy number one overall and then yeah, and not, not play him a season where you're getting absolutely trounced next year. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't get smacked. Maybe they're better next year. They're going to get smacked. If, if you're... They've got nothing. They've got nothing at the minute. And you can't you can't replace an entire roster in one draft. <laughs> this, oh, this, is, this, is my, this is my issue with it. Like, there's, there's tanking to lose games and there's tanking to blow up your roster. Yeah. You know, but, if, but if, if you want to do it that quickly... If you want to do it that quickly, why aren't you tanking to lose games and trying to keep some of these players? Because yeah. you're going to need them. Well, it's it's all about getting all the draft capital. And actually, I actually, yeah, I but, do yeah, but you, you can't on... do you can't build an entire roster for one draft. However much capital you've got. Well, no, but I do, I do sort, I do definitely agree with Craig of if you can draft tour and keep him in reserve for a year or two. And, and build in the meantime, that's actually a sensible approach. The problem is I don't know that the NFL, any team in the NFL, even if the owner is bought in right now, will be bought in a year from now when the fans are baying for wanting to see Tua. And yeah. people want to keep their jobs and GMs want to keep their jobs and head yeah. coaches want to keep their jobs. Like, are they really going to back the coaches over the next probably four years? It just well, You've got to now, though. But you have to now. Yeah. Look what they've done. They, you have, you can't you do yeah, something. Look at other badly run organizations and what, what they've <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, fine. But, but, no, even... but even, but even other badly run organizations, for example, let's take the Raiders. Yeah. Like for all of the criticism you may have of the Raiders, they are, they have uh, attached their boat to Gruden and we're seeing how that plays out. No matter yeah. how it turns out, that is happening. And I kind of think if you're going to do it and especially and the thing is, you have to remember that division it's so like as a Jets fan, mate. It is heartbreaking every year when you've got to face the Pats again, and like it's just ridiculous. It, it's not. It, I don't want to. Not two weeks in a row am I going to talk positively about the Patriots, but you. There is nothing you can do. It is all roads lead through Foxborough. So, if you're thinking Tom Brady is as close to the end as he's ever been, <laughs> like hopefully. You look around the rest, not only that uh, in that division, but the rest of the AFC, it's not a bad time to shoot your shot. And even though we don't know what the Browns turn out to be, we have seen the play itself can happen. The play itself of stashing picks, drafting, going with a team, it can happen. So, boy, what's the point in being irrelevant? You, you bomb out and you go 0-16 or... Even if you get a couple of nice playoff runs, a couple of big games, a few more eyes on Miami, like who gives a fuck about Dolphins football anymore? For real. Like I, that, that's that's a good point. So I really don't we think shouldn't. it's a decent <laughs> I think it's a decent dedicated twenty minutes to it. Yeah, let's 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 move let's move on, please. Adam, the original question was 
is it okay to tank the way they're tanking? And I think the answer is, for me anyway, I don't think it's okay for the fans. No, like the franchise is obviously trying to do something, but I feel really sorry for the fans. I, I suspect two, three years. Some of the fans probably are fine with it. That's the weird thing, though, because they, mm-hmm. they've probably had enough of those six and ten seasons. But, um, but Brexit, at, least, at least they're doing something. At least they're doing something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, fine. Um, some, well, let's look at a more positive side of the NFL. Uh, there are some teams that are 2-0. and In fact, there are 9, 10, I can't even count, teams that are 2-0, and which some of which you'd expect. You know, we've, we don't need to talk about the Pats anymore. Um, I think there are quite a few surprises. Now, statistically, 61.3% of 2-0 and teams make the playoffs. Um, I see quite a few teams in this list that I can't imagine will. Maybe I'm being harsh. Um, You've got the Pats. Yeah, um, they're probably going to miss out on the playoffs. We'd agree with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs. They're, they're going to look good. They're going to be there, surely. Um, well, let's start with the AFC. So you've then got the Bills, the Ravens. Um, is that it? Are there any, any others that I've missed? That's it. That's yeah, it. So the, the, Ravens, the Ravens are in a... What is starting to weirdly look like a pretty mediocre decision the decision division big ben is injured on the steelers uh the browns not really sure what we're what we're going to get now um probably a bit of inconsistency um that division's there for the taking for the ravens i would think yeah absolutely yeah um, i can I, I see them making the playoffs out of the north without too much of a fuss uh so it brings us on to the buffalo bills mark um, who have beaten the mighty New York Wait, Giants is that all the and Ravens the mighty get, yeah? New York Jets. <laughs> That's what the Ravens get. Wow. Do you want to stand up for the Ravens, I'll, Craig? Well, I just I'll... want a similar time slot for the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> People get angry when I talk too much, Craig, so I'll, uh, I'll, hold, it, I'll hold it back. Very good. <laughs> we wouldn't want them to get their knickers in a twist now, would we? <laughs> Knickers matter. I mean, they do matter. True. They do matter. Uh, go on, Mark. Thirty seconds. No, I'll give you a minute. <laughs> no, um, what I think is that... with these whimsical rules, God. <laughs> Jesus. You can have. No, a I've got. I've got off set how long and drawn out that quiz was. Somehow. <laughs> you can have a minute on the Jets just as soon as they get to two and zero. Fuck you, man. Right? <laughs> two and O is not a thing. Let's let's just get let's get us have that right. Talking about two and O. Two and O is not a thing, mate. Other than a description, it's minor. I think that it, the, the Bills will will do well to end up like nine and seven, ten and six if they're very lucky. Um, you've got two defeats against the Patriots. No one's questioning that. The other teams in their division aren't good. Especially with the especially with the the injuries and the tanking that's going on, at the end of the day they have only played the Jets and the Giants, and they were sixteen nil down to the Jets. Um, so I'm not gonna like I'm not doing having street parties for them yet, but they do look you are far wearing better. Wearing a cap. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> they do look far better. The D is is for real, um, as it has been for a couple of years. The only thing that they were missing was offense, and offense is something that is at the minute is clicking. If that can continue and it can continue to get better, there is no reason the Bills can't make the playoffs. 
um, because I think they are a better coached, a better run um, team than a lot of the other teams in the AFC, most of the other teams in the AFC. There are other teams that have got more offensive talent still, um, but I think they are more inconsistent. We'll see how the season pans out. Um, there's there's games against teams like the Bengals and the Browns that could prove stumbling blocks. But if you can get over those ones and games like the away at the Titans and things like that, which the Bills traditionally throw it away in, then they've got every chance. You, you'll be all right in that game unless you're like a couple of points down um, and kick off to the Titans with a few seconds left. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing, um, okay, so I, I, I know you're being like trying to be reasonable and optimi- uh, reasonably kind of balanced there, Mark. But I actually think that the the Bills deserve some credit, like more credit than you're giving them in terms of how they've built that roster. They're a team that has taken its time and built from the trenches out. And yeah. I think that shows at the moment. It's not an exciting team. But... Boring as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Offensively, offense, the, the key of... thing was the, the O-line. Was the O-line last year was, was a disaster. And it went from an era, like you know, a couple of years ago, where we had a really good offensive line, and the last couple of years it has been trash. And that's what they fixed in free agency. Yeah. Um, they went out and got the players that they needed to get in those positions. It's I think four of the five are new this year, and it's immeasurably better. And Allen looks a lot better so far this season. That was another key thing in his second year, if he could step up, and he has so far. Um, first half against the Jets aside. It's it, it does look improved. They're building it in the right way. And that's what I mean about, you know, the, the GM and the coach are very, very good. Um, it's just whether that that offense can continue to score enough points. They're never going to be a, you know, a team that's going to put 35, 45 points on people. But that D will mean that quite often, if you, if they can score 25 points, that might just be enough. It reminds me a lot of watching the Niners under Harbour, where the offense was not exciting. Even with Kaepernick doing his thing at times, it wasn't an exciting offense, but the D would get you over the line and you knew it was just a well-drilled organization. Yeah. No, you had better players then, no, man. That Niners defense was mean. That Niners defense defense was Bill's D, mate. It's the sixth-round D. It was the second-ranked D in the league last year. Oh, God, go away. (laughs) <laughs> this is a people need to forget that it's the Bills and just accept that that is a fucking good defense. It's a good D, but it's been a good D for a long time. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what Mark's need... saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. It's you still boring, yeah. though. I don't even want to sound bitter because it makes it sound bitter. But <laughs> you know, you it's are bitter. Bo- it's, bo- it's boring, though, isn't it? It's boring. There's nothing it's exciting not... about the Buffalo Bills. I think and it's wrong. I, I think it's... Seven Single Tree is really exciting. Okay, cool. So he is. He <laughs> looks exciting. When, they, when he flies, he's he good. And they've exciting. and they've kept him. They've kept him more into the second half of both games. Um, and he's looked really good against the Jets. I think he had four carries for seventy yards. Yeah, okay, he's exciting, but he, let's talk about that defense. Even that defense, I don't find it particularly exciting. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> case case closed. Um, I do you know what? Just going back two minutes or three minutes to just glossing over the Ravens, just the amount of time we've just given that puts it into perspective. But yeah. the AFC. <laughs> You're looking at looking at Buffalo getting the a nine and seven type record, which I can see them doing. It's going to be crowded because I think there are a lot of teams, like yeah. sort of middle of the road teams in the AFC that will win games, Listen, lose games. I think that Baltimore team is a good team. I think people, well, yeah, are no, I agree. Not giving I agree. anywhere near enough credit to Lamar Jackson, 
and that defense, I, 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 I'm high on Baltimore. Real high. But just to, I, I just have... a reminder that Baltimore have played Miami and Arizona. Yeah, it was yeah, same, my, same thing. That's my just... issue. So I, my issue with, and honestly, it's the same issue I have with the Niners, with the Bills, is probably two-thirds of these 2-0 teams have played bad teams so yeah. far. Yeah. Like, uh, that's why, I mean, I'm sure we'll come on to the Niners because I'm sure you're going to give me a little bit of time to talk about them. But nice. most of the teams that we've <laughs> nice. seen... Most of the teams that we've seen go 2-0 so far have played average or bad teams. So the, the, the four teams in the AFC that are 2-0, we just talked about the Pats, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Ravens. The NFC, we've got five teams. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I can... They look yeah, good, they, man. They, they look really good. Wait, 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 wait. Where is everyone who was shitting on Dak? Because I spent a lot of time in, in defending Japan. Dak on this podcast. <laughs> and Dak is proving that he is a franchise quarterback. Am I lying? No, he's good. No, I'm with you. I'm he's with, good. I, I don't think he's, he's not. Again, they've only played the Redskins and the Giants. So I believe when I see it again, something's good. The division games, they're not, you know, they're not. Not the Saints. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's bad, and I definitely don't agree with some of the some of the shit that he's taken. But Dak still strikes me as. I haven't seen him put a game on his shoulders and and come through in like really clutch situations. And Dak and is does ten, that. And ele- ten and ten and one in his last eleven games. Here's, don't, here's don't get me wrong, Craig. I'm not a... saying. I'm not saying. A, don't like him. But that, that is what you're saying, Rich. I'm just not. I'm just not convinced. It sounds like I'm that's what you're saying. That's what I heard. So the NFC, the NFC, the NFC East, right? You've got the Cowboys on two and zero. The Eagles are probably most people's favourites for that division. Now that game, I wasn't planning to talk about this particularly. But that that game at Atlanta, Sunday Night Football, Carson Wentz looked. I'm going to say hurt. awful. He looked hurt. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's it. It looked absolutely dreadful. I, just, si- 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 I think he very similar to Cam. Yeah. They don't look like the same players. They just don't look like the same players. And the juice is gone. And I can only link it to injury. That Carson Wentz we saw on Sunday, don't know who he is, wasn't the MVP I saw. Nope. Different is he guy. running scared? Is he actually hurt now or is he scared of being hurt? I think that's a big part of it. He's had two big injuries already and he looks like he doesn't want to get hit. hit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that took me by surprise. I mean, they had a good win week one come from behind win against against Washington. But But yeah, yeah, it was a come come from behind win against Washington. Mm. Yeah, but they had a... This is Washington. Yeah, I I know. This is Case Keenum. Yeah, I was going to say, Case Keenum is uh, not necessarily... Case Keenum lit up the, the Philadelphia Eagles for half of that game. Mm. And you, you, I worry about I worry for them. And th- it was the same last year. They were they were up and down. And I, I, think, I think the Cowboys are going to cream that division. Yeah, it does, it does look that way. At this stage, the Cowboys definitely look like a, a more balanced team. I think that I, I can't see... Um, anyone at the minute from what i've seen from that squad from that offensive line the d looking better having zeke having those receivers having Dak playing as well as he is 
I think the Cowboys are have got every chance of getting to the NFC Championship game. Every I suppose chance. the only thing, the only thing for me for the Cowboys, which is the criticism I've held of them forever, is at some point they got to win. And I, 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 I do agree. I think the thing is, I, I feel the same. I very feel very similar about Wentz as I do Cam. If Cam and Wentz look healthy and get anywhere near the level that we've seen them, I do still think Philly are the best team when you consider Ertz and that defence. The O-line as well. And the O-line. I suppose the running back does make a difference because Zeke is the best best in football. Um, But I think... I think yeah, I think Philly have got every Philly have he got hasn't every even chance to get fit. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't need to. That's how good he is. <laughs> All right, so the Cowboys have got the East nailed on. The North, Green Bay, they're shit. They're two and zero, but they look that. I'm so. I, it's the most hey, misleading two and zero record I've ever seen. Matt Lafleur, what were you doing? What what arguing with Aaron Rodgers? That's what was happening. Yeah, that's not a happy place to be. They were crap against the Bears. They were they they weren't. The offense was crap against the Vikings. Their D bizarrely is winning them games at the minute, but they don't look good. Yeah, that's the that's the thing about Green Bay. If they've got that D sorted, then Aaron Rodgers will do Aaron Rodgers things, and they'll be all right. I know. Like he'll just he'll get to the point by like week five where he's starting to call his own own plays again. Do you think? Do you think they'll go like twelve and four and look terrible? I could, really, I could no. really see that. The thing yeah. is, I think, I think I Green Bay, that. I think Green Bay will get better. I think that, despite some of the optics of their relationship, Lafleur and and Rogers, I do think it's their relationship has been laid so bare from the beginning. That, yeah, this, this was the guy that Rogers wanted, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, exactly. No, but does, so does but Rogers want con- anyone? The conversation, exactly, no, exactly, no. no, exactly. And the conversation has been so open from the beginning. We spent the whole off season listening to how Rogers wants to call his own plays and how he feels that's the best way forward and blah blah blah. So their relationship is so transparent, or at least difficult parts of their relationship seem to be so transparent that guys at a high level will find a way to work it out. Now they haven't got to deal with that other stuff. They, they, they'll they find a way to, to work it out. So I think they'll get better. I do think Aaron Rodgers in his day is still arguably the best player in football. My, I, the issue, the issue, the question for me about Green Bay, uh, Green Bay is simply what happens when Adams gets hurt? Because ain't none of them men seem to be able to catch the football. <laughs> Yeah, there's been some weird there's been some weird stuff there with like some of those receivers who were really hyped prior to prior to the season in terms of fantasy football who just have been complete non factors. Geronimo Allison, uh, Val- well, Valdez Scantling, yeah, like, rubbish. Just haven't seen any of those guys. I mean, they okay. So I just had a quick look, and they are playing at home against the Broncos next next week uh, or this weekend. And that will be, I think that's a litmus test because the Broncos are not a decent, they're not a particularly good football team. The the D that was good there is now distinctly average. They need to go out and stomp all over those guys. Where to, is it? Where is it? It's, it's in, it's in Lambeau. Lambeau. 
they'll 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 crush that's an easy that's an easy win that's a nice that's a nice game but the, you're right they have, they have to look good well, in that game though. they have to look good and yeah. the next two games are the eagles and the cowboys so Ooh. you know i i think the first two games you can forgive them not looking great on o because i think the bears will the bears will be a great defensive team again this year the vikings have proved that they've got a great defense there so I think I think it's the Broncos. If they go into if they go into that game at Lambeau against the Broncos and they don't put up thirty plus points, then questions will be asked. And I think they won't. And I think questions will be asked. That's my uh, my prediction there for what it's worth. The Bears, by the way, they need a, their, their defense. Of course, is absolutely terrific, but it bloody well needs to be. Or yeah. they're they're going to struggle with with Trubisky the way he's playing. Um, I know a Bears fan. He's he is already like. Done with Trubisky. Hmm. I mean, they, you can tell the coaches don't trust him. Yeah, I think they, they, they scored a touchdown whenever it was last week, where the, the quarterback didn't possible once. Um, they only look good when they run the ball, and with D, they're just, he's like he's he's it seems like he's regressed loads, even from I, year two to yeah. year three. I trust yeah, their he, defense to score more touchdowns. He's worse than he will. this year than he was last year, and I can't understand why. Um. But at least we've got a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> it's week uh, two. Um, right. Uh, other, the other three teams in the NFC are all in the West, who are 2-0. and um, The Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, and the, I nearly said St. Louis, LA Rams. Uh, yeah, the Seahawks, I, I can't work them out. An NFC Can Championship I? game. Can I can I start with the Rams? The Rams are obviously for real. They are going to win that division. I don't see anything but them making a run fairly deep into the playoffs. Really? Yeah. I think I think the Rams are a quality team. The only question mark there is whether defensive coordinators have seen enough of that offense to start playing well like to to work it out. I'm not sure people have yet. It's there's a lot of Everything looks the same, but comes out differently there. Cooper Cup is easily, easily the best receiver on that team. I love Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. What happens after Cooper Cup? Well, that's, that was the issue last season. And even oh. Robert Woods. People are hyping Robert Woods. And he'll, he'll have one. He can, he's got that getaway speed. I like that. I do like that. But he drops too many passes and his route run is not great. I, I think they need Cooper Cup to stay healthy. Because yeah. he's obviously he's he's the he's the, like man. the comfort blanket, and I don't I don't think the Goffs a good quarterback. There was a brilliant thing that someone posted on Twitter, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, of like just video footage of Jared Goff looking just completely blank, like there's nothing <laughs> going on in between his ears, and and with the comment of look at Jared Goff's face as Sean McVay works out the defense and then plays oh. tells him what to do. Their best weapon on offense is Sean McVay. Yeah. Without a shadow yeah. of a doubt, um, and and they've but, got you know they at the end of the day they beat a Panthers team by three points that was like where Cam was terrible and they beat the Saints because the Saints lost their quarterback really early. Um, they've you know they, away at the Browns is going to be a difficult game for the Rams. I'm not convinced. Yeah, with I'm not yet. convinced by the Brown, uh, the Rams at all. Yeah, I I just don't think they've got if if Gurley gets hurt and Cooper Cup gets hurt, both of which got hurt last last year. I don't think they're. There's every chance. There's every chance that Gurley's still a bit hurt. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, he, well he's, he's not getting anywhere got, near as many carries, is he? No, he's got that arthritis problem. Like that's not going. That's it's not going away. Exactly, not going to be yeah. solved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For yeah. me, it's the Seahawks. That's the team. That is the team. They're the team poised to get better. And actually, I totally disagree. I think Carol <laughs> has done a great. That's that is why we are the best podcast. And I think Carol <laughs> has done a great job in in developing that roster. You is I always forget how long Russ has been in the league and you think what's that two Super Bowl two Super Bowl appearances in, in, in I I just I I considering Andrew Luck's retired. Like I I I've got massive respect for that franchise. I think Carol's done a fantastic job and I think they are the team poised to get better. And that's what they do every year. They get better and they've won these two games with some uh okay okay-ish football. Yeah. But like, they, is going to improve. They've played they the Bengals beat, and the Steelers beat. that didn't have Big Ben by a combined three points. Exactly. They they yeah. only just squeezed past the Steelers and the Steelers. I mean, Mason Rudolph didn't have anyone. They didn't have anyone fit by the end of that game. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not. I am totally unconvinced by the Seahawks, and I'm not. I'm not knocking Pete Carroll because he has been a brilliant coach. But it's it's the natural cycle of. They've had a lot of sex- success for a lot of time, and they so are. They've had a lot of sex for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> success. Pete Carroll. Has. Pete Carroll's had that a guy lot of sex. He's like, what's he? Sixty-five. He looks about twenty-five. He guy's has. looking great, mate. He, he puts getting... it about that guy. Yeah. Pete Carroll. He's getting yeah, he's getting he is. Pete, he's got he's got kids in every. every... All the other 31 franchise locations. And... Hey, that man's got the most juice on the sideline. This 65-year-old pensioner, he does not stop. It's he brilliant. It. It's amazing. Yeah, but he, t- he tells all the women he's 40 and they believe yeah. him. Yeah. Are, we, are we painting him as some kind of West Coast Jeff Reinbold here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love he's, those. He's the West Coast Judge together. Reinbold. <laughs> <laughs> Just tanning and bitches. That's oh, it. God. Strictly off season is tanning and bitches. <laughs> um, but yeah, I as far as I'm concerned, the Seahawks are one Russell Wilson injury away from being completely irrelevant. He's the only thing that keeps that team going. Like they've, they've got very little talent on offense. I think DK Metcalf is an exciting Peace. potential talent, but. Yeah. I was going to say about Metcalf, it became over the draft time and all these people who know all about this kind of stuff, supposedly. Everyone was really quick to shit all over DK Metcalf just because he was like, he was cut and he looked good at the combine. Everyone was like, you watch, he'll be shit. And almost became fashionable to say that he was going to be shit in the NFL. I'm pleased for him that he's been good and he shut a lot of people up. I fucking play to the guy. He's decent and everyone who said he wasn't just because it was cool to say he wasn't go fuck yourselves yeah well it was almost it was almost the reverse of we've seen so many talent like wide receivers who have been hyped because of their numbers from the draft and everyone's almost all from the combine and everyone's almost gone the exact opposite direction and gone oh he's got great numbers in the combine so it must be fucking terrible yeah <laughs> I, I, I didn't get i didn't get any of the hate um I drafted him in my main league. Loved the guy. I think I got him two. I only do three leagues. And uh, I just think it's so unfair. Yeah, that Jack. Three leagues. That's a, <laughs> Mate, a normal person. The thing is, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just want to make this clear. I don't agree with taking shots in it. I'm, I'm like Jay-Z in it. I don't see no one else. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. But back to DK. I didn't the, understand the, any of what he just said there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Could someone translate that and just tweet us what Craig just I, said? I know who Jay Z is. <laughs> but I don't see any. I don't see anyone. What does that mean? Don't see anyone? Um, yeah. So back to DK. Yeah, I, I just think the the guy is a physical monster, and but what he's displayed is he, he knows how to play the game and to Im- impose that physicality. I think we will see. That's why I suppose I'm high on the Seahawks. I think we'll see him lean more on. Metcalf, I think that you've 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 got to focus on getting him the best opportunities between him and Disley, who are just who who are physical specimens. Like um, Lockett, yeah, yeah, and with Lockett with that straight line speed, I, I do think that offense is decent. The offensive line has to play well consistently. Russ can't always do it on his own. Too many throws, he literally saves. Like they they got to get some easy throws, got to get it blocked up, but. I do like that Seahawks team. I really do. There's just know-how in it. It's like now. I, I like it. But Craig, your point about the O-line is that's, is that's exactly what I'm coming back to. Can you imagine any other QB succeeding behind there? Yeah, I agree. Like, particularly I'm a backup. Yeah, yeah they've got to just, fix it. Josh Allen could. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, um, and as a backup QB, he's quite impressive. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, speaking of teams that are probably going to need a backup QB at some point, those 49ers, Rich. Oh, careful. <laughs> well you leave Jimmy G's knee alone. Well, he wants everyone else to. <laughs> Have you seen a man <laughs> run scared as much as him this year? Leave alone, alone. Stars. <laughs> he's, he's still a fucking handsome man, though, isn't he? He is a good-looking man. Oh, yeah. um, I this is no Pete Carroll. He's not, he's not running scared. He's, he has already had a couple of scrambles. And <laughs> Jeff Reinbold. I think. <laughs> I do. I do think that's made a difference in terms of he looked very tentative in week one. He looked less tentative in week two. I think he'll get better. The biggest problem that I have with the 49ers at the moment is we've played shit teams. I I have no idea whether they're doing a great job because they're actually a, like there's some talent there and they spent you know this is number th- year number three of the rebuild um so maybe there's talent there maybe there isn't i think the d is significantly better than it, it has been for a long time that that d line with d ford on one side nick bosa if he can stay fit on the other and then a rotating cast of like decent talent in the middle is quality our linebackers look good. Sherman's looking not quite full Sherman, but better than he was last season. So I think the D's great. The D's looking decent. It's it's not that that's the problem. It's the, can we get the O clicking? Is the O for real? We need to play some decent teams and see whether Shanahan can hold his nerve in clutch situations with a talented team. Sherman got away a PI the other day though, didn't he? Yeah, but that's, like you see that, like he got called on PI in week one that I'm not convinced was, um, but you know, I'm when sure he, up, he wasn't convinced either. <laughs> he never is. Here's here's the thing that the Seahawks and the 49ers have got in common. Uh, they are both playing at home this week, and they are both playing against teams who are down a QB. So let's yep. quickly touch on well three. Four teams who are, are now down a, a quarterback. Um, you've got the Steelers, Big Ben, who is out for the season, which is obviously huge. You've got the Saints, Drew Brees, probably six to eight weeks with his thumb. So they're, they're going to have a look at Teddy Bridgewater and possibly a bit of Taysom Hill. 
who's who we've seen a bit anyway. Then you've got the Jets, Sam Darnold, who has been kissing too many other massive faces and has got some weird, weird tropical um, sexually transmitted disease. I don't know about this stuff. He's down for a bit. <laughs> then you've Clearly got Trevor Simeon. He's come in. He's he's injured his ankle. He's gone. So they're now going to, I'm guessing, play Luke Luke Falk. Um, they've signed a backup called David Fails. <laughs> uh, then you've got... Um, Is it pronounced like that? Because I've don't seen know. it written. I, I really hope it's not. <laughs> There's too many meme opportunities. <laughs> oh, they, they've been created already, those are. Then you've got the New York Giants, who it looks like are guessing Eli Manning's injured because they're not starting him next week. I'm, I haven't checked anything further. I assume that's the case. Four years. <laughs> <laughs> we did I'm, say that the Giants are barely worthy of mention. But, you I'm know. genuinely excited. Sorry, Adam, I totally just talked over you there. Um, I'm genuinely excited to see what Mason Rudolph... Just talk over you, Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) I did that that most episodes, mate. (laughs) I'm genuinely excited to see what Mason Rudolph... I'm not driving in the Metro. I'm not driving in the Metro. I'm not driving in the Metro. Twice, Rich, mate. (laughs) Do him. (laughs) Mason Rudolph was drafted as Big Ben's replacement and Big Ben threw a massive strop, if you remember that, when he was drafted. So this is a 14 and a half game basically um interview to see whether he can make big ben irrelevant so i'm 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 kind of excited to see what they actually managed to do there i think i really hope ben it does make him relevant anyway yeah Maybe. uh i'm not going to talk about the steelers i'm thinking about time i'm going to talk about the jets since mark got like 25 minutes to talk about the bills um just we're relevant mate yeah the people give the people what they want <laughs> the mark people want walking. bills I don't <laughs> yes, Bills <laughs> and Mark talking. Hmm. <laughs> um, Jack Jack will be turning in his grave. <laughs> he's not dead, but he's <laughs> yeah. just where he sleeps. <laughs> Jesus, this has gone dark. Um yeah, Sam just Sam <laughs> Your turn, Craig. When he tries to close the show, mate, it's going to take about 40 minutes. Um, when, when Sam and his front door for a face went down, I was sad. I wasn't so sad to see Simeon go down, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, but, was it Sam going down that was the problem? But, yeah, <laughs> quite possibly. <laughs> um, but... I just think it's horrible luck, isn't it? We injuries have killed our season. It, it's, it's such a shame because you've got players there like Adams who who you know could play anywhere. Fantastic, um, and I do think Sam Darnold has every chance of being a top top player. We saw glimpses of why Le'Veon Bell on his day is the best back in football um, after so, Matt Breeder. <laughs> so and there's sing, so, and Singletary. Yeah, of course. Um, so there's so many positives that defense i was so 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 confident about before week one mosey goes down q isn't back it's just it's just such a shame like i feel gutted i've actually this like obviously everything's a bit hype at the beginning of the season and some teams you overhype and they end up being shit but I don't think that's happened to us. We've got hurt and it's come at horrible time. We didn't get a chance to get going. 
And uh, I've got to watch another 14 games. I think this new boy is a bit of fun and Pete, the, the team definitely seemed to pick up when he came in. So hopefully we'll have some fun games. I think Anderson is lightning and hopefully Bell gives us some highlights. But it's just a shame to to waste the year of Le'Veon Bell. Um, hopefully Sam gets a good... <laughs> I don't. I care. I care. This is a passionate speech about the Jets. <laughs> I feel your pain, Craig. I genuinely, I genuinely feel your Craig. Craig, feel I genuinely Craig. feel your pain because I was I, in it. I, I was felt... in the moment. Sorry, Rich. Craig, I Craig, I can empathise. Shut about... up, Adam. Rich, talk. <laughs> no, I felt, I felt the same about the Niners last year, and then just like for the first three or four weeks, it just felt like every single important player went down injured, like. McKinnon with an ACL before the season started, then Jimmy G. Like, I feel your pain on that one, mate. Like, hopefully next season you'll have a bit more better luck. I don't think Mark feels your pain, but, you know. Such a We've had this shit for decades, mate. Decades. So have we. You haven't. You've been to championship games, Craig. We'll talk about Joe Namath. (laughs) You've been to championship games in like the last 10 years. Yeah, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Back to back championship games. Shout out Rex Ryan. Mark Mark Sanchez. Mark, Mark, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you two words to show that I completely feel you, Craig. Zach Mettenberger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know exactly how you feel, but right. I can't. I can't be the only one that's excited about what the Saints are going to do with Teddy Bridgewater and uh, what's his face. That's that's going to be fun. I want to see them do a flea flicker, <laughs> and I want to like see Teddy run the route. Flea flickers, like just randomly <laughs> no, along the pitch. It. No, you pass it. No, you pass it. Just heal, just heal Bridgewater and Kamara. Just toss in the ball between each other. Before the season, were they not bigging Taysom Hill up as being like the next Steve Young? Well, they've been saying that for years. The thing is, he gets what five snaps at QB a game or yeah. whatever. And and how many of those does he throw the ball? One. Yeah, not me- yeah, he's not. He, but he does look handy. Like I can definitely see having him in your team. But he hasn't. They've not used him as a quarterback. Keep yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he, this guy doesn't look like a quarterback. Didn't they have a snap last year where they had where they had Taysom Hill under center and they split Drew Brees out wide? Yeah. Some weird shit like that. Yeah. But who are you fooling? Oh, well, no one. Brees is just chilling. He <laughs> <laughs> just didn't want to come out. Okay. I don't think anyone even covered him. <laughs> like, that oh, reminds me of Joe Flacco going out wide. Yeah. <laughs> be like 50% Hill, 50% Bridgewater. What are they doing? Or are they just going to chuck I reckon, symbol of like, it's going to be I reckon Bridgewater? He, yeah, I reckon Hill gets maybe eight snaps at QB. But I think you've got to go with Bridgewater for the next two weeks. He's, looked, he gets... he's not looked good, has he? He hasn't played football in two years. No, he hasn't. But week 17 of last year where he came in, he was crap. Um, when he came in in this game, he looked crap. And I feel bad for him. I, I want him to do well. After what he's been through, yes. I want him to be good. I'm, I, I just, I don't know. I've, I can't I've seen... see him staying on that roster, having had the full preseason and not be able to do a bit. It might. I'd like to give him the benefit of doubt. Yeah, I'd, I, I hope so. It's just, I'm, I'm not convinced. Adam, I've got a stat for you. Okay. So, talking of, like, random trick plays, um, 
Dante Pettis for the 49ers in week two, wide receiver, supposedly number one wide receiver coming into coming out of this kind of off season. His only stats for the game were one throw, one for one throwing for 16 yards. That was it. <laughs> didn't get targeted, didn't make any catches. That was it. <laughs> wow. That's good. I've, I've got that? another stat. We've we've been recording over an hour. We should get into one sentence previews. God, Doug's <laughs> <laughs> gonna love this. We can't edit these guys. <laughs> oh. Can't it's or just, It's just more fodder for the Adam has no control over us argument. <laughs> who, who ever thought I did? <laughs> and I'm not sure I want it. Um, right here yes, we go. Do. Strap yourselves in for. The one take, one sentence previews. Maybe with no music this week. Find the fucking music, mate. It's not about finding it. It's about... I don't... I barely know how to clip clips together. I, do you think I'm going to be able to put music underneath? Like levels and tracks and stuff. I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, mate. All I'm saying is about respect, innit? You, you, you decide. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you want that respect? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think you. I think you'll. I think listeners, you'll know by now. <laughs> Tennessee at Jacksonville. It's a pity that Jalen Ramsey couldn't get his move done to Tennessee in time for this one. Detroit at Philadelphia. The Lions are an enigma, blowing a big lead against the awful Cards, but then beating the Bolts. So who knows what will happen against an equally unpredictable Eagles team? New York Jets at New England. Uh oh. <laughs> Oakland at Minnesota. Two up and down teams in what's a tough to predict matchup. Kirk Cousins needs to start matching the output of Dalvin Cook. Baltimore at Kansas City. With Doug away last week, the Chiefs got an actual proper one tensors preview, which must have really pleased our Chiefs listener. <laughs> Atlanta at Indianapolis. Battle of the veteran kickers. But can the Dome in Indy get the 94-year-old Vinatieri back on track? Denver at Green Bay. Nothing so far suggests that Flacco and the Broncos can trouble the Packers at Lambeau Field. Miami at Dallas. Dallas invite practice squad to tour Cowboy Stadium. (laughs) (laughs) Cincinnati at Buffalo. The Bills are 2-0. And have the ninth-ranked offense in the league. <laughs> Two and zero is not a thing. Two and zero is not a thing. Go Bills. <laughs> New York Giants at Tampa Bay. It's the Daniel Jones show, and still no one cares. <laughs> Ooh, that sounded a bit camp, didn't it? Yeah, Carolina, <laughs> Carolina at Arizona. This could be the sneaky game of the weekend. Big mistakes, big plays. Pittsburgh at San Francisco. The Niners revamped D should make it hard work for Mason in the first start of his season-long audition. New Orleans at Seattle. Whatever you think of Seattle and whether they're legit, it's not a nice place to play when your future Hall of Fame, Hall of, Hall of Fame quarterback is injured. I'm not changing that. Lovely. Houston at LA Chargers. Can Watson's offensive line manage not to get the man killed? LA Rams at Cleveland. Another inexplicable primetime game for the Browns. Don't worry, there are more to come. Chicago at Washington. 
Oh, who came up with this Monday night schedule? <laughs> That's a, it's a great point. You tweeted that out, Mark. It, it's there terrible. There are some absolutely dreadful games on that list. The Browns yeah. every other week, it seems. And then the Dolphins, I think, were on there. It's. It, I mean, I, I get at the at the beginning of the season, it looked like it was going to be better than it potentially has turned out to be. But you've got so far Texan Saints. Fair enough, that was good. But then Broncos Raiders, uh, Browns Jets. That's Bears, a fine game to put on. Thanks. No, no, it's not. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> Bears <laughs> Bears Redskins, Bengals Steelers, um, Browns Forty Niners. Lions Packers, it's just and then the New England Jets, that's going to be another 40 nil. It's mate, shut up. <laughs> it's terrible. It's there's not one game there that's going to be competitive. Yeah, the trouble is they can't they can flex the Sunday night games, but they can't change the Monday ones. Oh, oh well. Just shit. Don't worry, you'll have him Booger will be calling all of them. With his expert analysis. Hey, what was he saying the other day, blood? Why was he acting like Adam Gase is some sort of... He kept comparing Adam Gase to Sean McVay and Neil Magny. What was he talking about? When did Adam Gase become a savant? He referred to Adam Gase as a savant. Did he watch Adam Gase and Mark? What's he talking about? That was very frustrating to listen to. (laughs) He's, He's... He just... I, I, I'm not going to try and explain, explain Booger. I've got nothing. Um, let's get into some any other business because, well, we've got this far. <laughs> For the hundredth time. <laughs> or the 97th. We're yeah. not sure. Did we always do this from the beginning? Did we do a- AOB right from the kickoff? I should I know. I, I, was on the, I, I was on the show, I, but I can't remember. I only remember doing it. I must admit. I only yeah. remember doing it, yeah. Maybe, maybe a quiz and AOB have been staples. Yeah. I, like I think that. the thing we lost was fantasy. There was a point when we had a fantasy segment and we cut that in it. That's there because, there's, oh, that's because there's, someone that, there's someone that talks about that, like four, does four pods a week. Listen, I told you, innit? <laughs> We're Jay-Z blood. Man, I've seen nothing. It's, I, it's... I understood it less that time. <laughs> <laughs> the issue with the fantasy segment was that Doug had to update the, like, whatever random chat bit that you had in the little, like, you know the oh, jingle, like Z. Jingle, all the hand like, signals are going really well on the podcast by the way rich <laughs> i think i think, the, I think the main problem was literally during the show we realized that after like week 17 of the season we'd have nothing to talk about so we thought so should we just not bother with that <laughs> let's just don't do it let's just not do it anymore that's the long <laughs> snap away yeah. yeah we got to week yeah. 17 and we're like hold on everyone's season finishes what are we going to talk about next week ah Let's talk about some actual games. I remember my, my first my first appearance, and Doug would like stop the recording uh, every so often. He's like, "No, let's do that again." That, was, that wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> Those heady days. No, we just we just don't care. <laughs> we used to put running orders in, like, and like people would contribute to running orders in a Google Doc, and um, we had like notes and stuff in there. Yeah, yeah I remember the Google Doc. About what's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a whatsapp conversation that none of us have even looked at during this entire recording Great <laughs> that's not true man stop it have you said that to today is a hundred listen we're very very good all right we we put in a reasonable amount an equitable amount of effort towards <laughs> the output yeah <laughs> 
So safe, isn't it? <laughs> the effort is definitely, um, there's you know, definite correlation to the output. 100%. Look, we're all here, which is sometimes more than I expect. Yeah. This is two weeks in a row. That's a yeah, first restaurant yeah. long time. Yeah. And Craig's got clothes on. Yeah. Two weeks in a row as well. It's because I'm having to do it in the living room because of the timing. <laughs> and where where that, can that, you go do it naked? That, yeah. Anywhere Kitchen. else. Anywhere else is fine. Even in the living the room, but I have got like. Uh, bay windows and I keep getting told to stop walking around naked in front of the windows it's like on a micro do you own curtains? yeah but I don't like that (laughs) (laughs) what I'm saying is you like people to watch I want to watch you too (laughs) (laughs) what the band? I want to watch you watching me oh I see I thought you meant you wanted to go to Swindon and watch Mark walk around naked. <laughs> He's done that before. <laughs> Police were called. It wasn't free. <laughs> On your we got hits. reports of a man at the magic roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> There's another He's party. Naked. Just in case you didn't catch it. it actually, that wasn't, to be no, fair. No. No. Bad. I, I could easily see how you think it was. <laughs> Is there not a magic roundabout thing in Partridge? Uh... There probably should be. I imagine it's it's the sort of thing you could expect Alan to cover. Yeah. But I don't recall immediately. Bearing in mind my knowledge of Partridge, Partridge <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> extend to his name. Yeah. Well, extends to two episodes and a hundred Long Snapper Pod episodes. So that's reasonable. <laughs> I feel like you've yeah. probably had most of it covered. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Being on yeah. Pod. <laughs> you should watch a third episode at least, though. Right, any other business? Give him a, th- give him a third episode, you shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Craig, what have you got? Come back. I was between okay. two. Rich? I'm yeah, going so... Play more quiz. I'm basically just reporting back on my last week's AIB when I mentioned that I was I had some friends in town and we were going to go and play crazy golf. Turns out playing crazy golf while shit face is awesome. I'm a big fan. I want to do that more often. This should be a regular thing. Um, but yeah, uh, Bristol has... So Bristol, I don't know if you guys have spent any time in central Bristol. It's basically like the centre of any city where it's got the shitty, like the same chains as everything else. It looks the same as every other town and city centre. Um, but upstairs in that area, they've got like some random tucked away crazy golf, which is uh, which is a lot of fun. And we managed is to. Is it the bribe... one at Cabot that you went to? It's the one at Cabot. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good fun. We did yeah. we did eighteen holes in there and loved it so much. We decided to do the other half and bribed them by going by basically asking if we bought a round of drinks where they just let us play the other half for free. So so they did. It was great. Nice. So yeah, crazy golf is good. More of that, please. I can't remember the last time I played crazy golf and I need to. You're right. Come to Bristol. And we'll play around. I'm I sure love Mark Bristol, man. I really love Bristol. Should have come to Super Bowl. as well. <laughs> we did we did watch the Super Bowl there. Um Mark. Um so I've started to get the train again for work and Adam I think you've whinged about this before but people on trains are dickheads. I've never mentioned trains in my it's so the, the the people that are the worst and I've I've really noticed this and it seems like even since I stopped using the train about 
seven years ago. I've, I've recently changed jobs and I'm back on the train again. What's your journey? Mind... Give us a just to give us a full flavour, just so I can picture the scene. Oh, it's not far. About about twelve minutes. Okay. Into the centre, into the centre bar where I work now. And um, bar. Yeah, that's the one. We should have we should have a beer in Bath after work one day, mate. Let's do that. So, are you gonna? Will you um stand across the room and just look at him for the evening, and then maybe message <laughs> later and see if he noticed you? <laughs> I think I think Mark and I are marginally less socially awkward than Adam and Ross. <laughs> yeah, it's marginal. Accurate. I think we can manage it. A- accurate description. <laughs> so the, the people that the people that are the, the real dickheads I've discovered they're the people that on a rush hour train are the people that sit on the aisle seat when there's nothing next to them except for their bag or like maybe a packet of crisps or something. And they sit there and they like stare at their phone when people are looking around for somewhere to sit and they don't move. And they haven't Mm -hmm. decided to sit on the window seat where someone could easily just come and sit down next to them. No, no, no. This dickhead has expanded to sitting on the aisle seat so that it's more difficult to get over to them and then what they do is when someone because most people just ignore these dickheads because they can't be bothered to deal with the hassle and they go and look for another seat that's easier to sit down on but then what when someone finally gets to them because there's nowhere else to sit and they say is that seat taken like a normal person what do they do they stand up and move into the aisle and let them go past them to sit on the window no don't be a dickhead just move along one to sit next to the fucking window so mr joe mr or mrs public can sit down easy stop being a dickhead no, mate. I like the aisle seat, lad. If you want the no, aisle seat, you have to walk a dickhead. past me. No, you're I'm being not. A dickhead. No, I'm not. It's my. I got here first. If you have to suffer, <laughs> you rented that seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I paid my one pound twenty or whatever the extortion price is for the bus or train. Now I rented that seat for the period of time that I need it for. You will have to adjust. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> I can't disagree. <laughs> it's entirely it's entirely fair. I can't disagree. I've got a weird a weird Twitter incident from a couple of days ago. Some of you may have seen that I posted <laughs> I posted about an Iceland supermarket delivery driver smoking at the wheel. So my instant reaction was you're driving you're you're taking people's food to their houses and you're sitting there smoking in the van while you're driving um i'm sure it's illegal i'm sure it's not in the iceland employees handbook of things that you're allowed to do and i just casually instant reaction told iceland's twitter account what i'd seen and gave them the registration does that driver come and shit in your mouth now? well this the thing What's no, then happened is... Wait, wait, wait. Did you snitch on a guy having a fag in uh, his car? You see, this is, this is, this is where... Yes, this is, this that's, is kind dis- of... that's disgusting, Adam. <laughs> that is disgusting, mate. You see... Wowzers. <laughs> Wowzers. So what, what then... What, that poor nothing... guy. He's probably been, he's probably been Was sacked. Was it even your delivery? No, he won't, have, he won't have been sacked. He hasn't been Was sacked. Was it your delivery? <laughs> no, it wasn't. My, was he's just... probably on his way home. That is... Bang out of order, Adam, mate. So, probably on his way home. Bless him. Yeah. Poor if, fucking If you were expecting what? sympathy here, Adam, you're not going to get it. Well, <laughs> mate, that, you are rapidly, in this single episode, the amount of respect that you've managed to deteriorate. 
Uh, I'm shocked, bro. Guys, Kai could be doing anything. You don't know what happened that day. He can let Jeez. me finish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something got serious. <laughs> Hold on to your hats, everyone. So, you're not the first person to say this back to me <laughs> since this happened. So, I've got pelters. Yeah, and what you see, my my reaction was without particularly thinking about it was, yeah, you can't do that, and you're you're like handling people's fresh food or whatever. He's gonna rub or, his or hands. Oh, it's in the same van, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've. Did you say hold on. so? Where so was, a parody, a parody Twitter account then tweeted my tweet with a funny answer, and that's you know to thirty thousand followers or whatever it had. So then I start getting pelters from people saying exactly what crazy. And I, I actually, while I sort of stand by the fact that yeah, it wasn't me doing something wrong. When I stop and think about it. It's probably not. It's probably not doing too much harm. Where, um, what um, supermarket was it? Iceland. Iceland. And, and sorry, you said fresh food. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them, Mark. Tell them. Uh, what, uh, the, the do they not have? Is, are they exclusively this, freezer? Do you know? Have you heard what it's called? It's called Iceland. Do they have anything that's not frozen? They must do. You only buy frozen food from Iceland. You're not, you're not going there to buy a cucumber, are you, mate? I, I don't know. I don't shop at Iceland. <laughs> Who shops at Iceland? That's another question. This, this might be this might be the most partridge thing you've ever done, Adam. <laughs> yeah. So let me let me go on to say I've de- I deleted the tweet. I deleted my subsequent DM, um, and deleted anything to do with it because I have. And while while some people. Like, uh, namely Phil from the All Over podcast got involved and backed me up there was one guy being a particular dickhead about it you know, regardless of where you stand on this but I did I did kind of think actually he's not really done much harm Yeah, I could probably I, I'm going to just back away you know I, I'm going to be think... Homer Simpson backing into a hedge about this it just it just I didn't particularly think about it but the reaction did surprise me <laughs> As, as someone that's been on the end of a backlash once in my life on Twitter for like a really innocuous thing that I said to someone who was famous, um, the backlash you do get is it's really eye opening as to what it must be like to be like to have some kind of status um, and tweet something. Just the general crap that you get from people on Twitter. As I, it was years and years and years ago. I said like a an off the cuff comment to Michael Carrick after something he treated, tweeted during preseason, and he replied to it with something like, "Oh, I was only joking, pal," or something along along those lines. And I had people saying, "I'm going to come and murder your children. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to find out where you live, and I'm going to come and kill you." Um, and this is. Like Carrick made some comment about um, having to do a photo shoot while on a preseason tour. Um, meant hashtag meant to be a footballer. I I'm made a some... photo shoot for Vision Express. <laughs> yeah, um, I made like a comment about again without thinking about it. Something along the lines of, oh, "I'm pretty sure it's those photo shoots that make you get paid what you get paid." So I wouldn't whinge too much. Um, you know, lol. And even like laughing emoji after it. And because he replied and because he's got the following that he's got, the backlash is unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, it's 
Do you know? I, don't, I just, don't tweet dick things, but don't be a dick on Twitter as well. Yeah, I, I, I tweeted. I didn't. I didn't think it through. I just tweet. I did, it just sort of. It was a a flippant thing that I that I yeah, and I I, I get it. Yeah, there was there was a couple remember. of bits of vitriol though that weren't cool for. You have to remember that the general public are fucking morons, and that most of the Preach. people sending you those kind of tweets are probably like 13, 14 year old kids that yeah. are just trying to get a reaction. Yeah. I'll tell you who you shouldn't go after. Don't Word go press. after. Well, they're pretty bad, but worse. <laughs> cy- cyclists, mate. Woo. They love a war on. Oh, turf. Did you see that clip of a cyclist Woo. headbutting someone? Was oh, on... no, I didn't. Was he wearing a about... helmet? You should always headbutt someone while you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> yeah, sensible. <laughs> don't, don't punch don't someone, punch when, you, someone when, when they're wearing a helmet. Before we go down this garden path for another 20 minutes, I'm going to wrap. Um, okay. So I, I was going to talk about how shit my Asda is, but we had a <laughs> joke about it. And had Adam had a bit more bottle and recorded it, it would have been a perfect cold open. But because Adam didn't do that, you missed it. So blame Adam. Instead, I'm going to talk about something uh, that I noticed. You're going to edit this, Craig. No, mate. I'm going to I'm going to do little and moan about it. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I really started to see where Doug's coming from. <laughs> um, so, uh, just a real brief one. Watched a few things on general. We talk about stuff we watch on Netflix sometimes or whatever. So I like Jessica Jones. We've talked about the superhero stuff. But the thing I'm talking about is that in Jessica Jones, there's like a um, that she's got a new assistant and it's like a trans actress and uh, I watched something called Sense8. I don't know if anyone's seen that a few months ago and it had like a load of like progressive themes to it, let's say. <clears throat> but there was also a trans actress in that and like I remember mentioning the fact that there was a like a trans actor or actress or whatever, and the fact that you obviously, I was very shocked. And for ages, I was looking, I thinking, I'm sure she must be trans, isn't it? They look like she looks trans or whatever. Um, and <clears throat> it made me think, it's fucking cool that obviously we're seeing a bit more diversity on telly and shit. But it's also shit that I notice it. See what I'm saying? Like it's it's a cool thing that we are breaking down boundaries because I think it's important that you sort of see your own reflection or a diverse reflection in, in our, in our media and our arts and shit. Like I think it's important to people and the fact that you see so little of it means that when it does happen, it's a cool thing. You recognize it, but we still have more. So basically what I'm saying is that's a cool thing, but I'm all for that type of stuff. Secondly, hundred episodes, mate. It's pretty cool. Decent. I enjoy talking football. Mark mentioned at the beginning, like, we sit around, we have a laugh, and we talk football. There's a specific period of time dedicated to doing it, and other people do like it. There's people who have supported since day one, and uh, that's very fucking cool, too. So, shouts to everyone, innit? It's dope. Thanks to... That's a good way to end it. Thanks to every single person that's ever been involved in this podcast. Yeah, real talk. And I'm going to quickly name them. Craig, Doug, Mark, Martin, Russ, Adam, and people who've appeared even just once or more. Neil Dutton, Rich, Ben Eustace, Adam Heap, Jack Humphrey, Jan, don't know what his last name is, George, Viney, Patrick, Steve. That's a Patrick. Jamie, and I've probably missed somebody. 
and all the perfect I've almost certainly charts. I've almost certainly missed missed people but yeah thanks to every single person thanks to anybody who's ever listened or mentioned it to anybody it's been a lot of fun let's keep it going yeah for sure I reckon we can make at least 103 <laughs> <laughs> can I come on for the official 100th <laughs> That would be the hundred and third. We've no, we've no idea when that is. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks to everybody, and yeah, we'll we'll probably catch you next week. Go well. See you then. Cheers. Yeah. If this ever goes out.